of godliness. And uh, we're going to be looking at uh, a verse of scripture from the man, the book of First Timothy and uh, the third chapter and the 16th verse. 3 and 16. And maybe let's pray before we do this. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And uh, thanking you. Uh, recognizing that uh, you are the reason for the season. And uh, we want to thank you, Lord, uh, for who you are. We want to thank you for what you've done. And uh, we want to thank you for... Uh, what you're about to do. For we are believing by faith. That your word is going to go forth and accomplish what you have set for it to do. And it's not going to return unto you void. And Lord we just ask right now that uh, our hearts would be good ground for the word of the Lord. That is uh, about to be sown. And uh, help us, O oh God, uh, to communicate to your people. Help us to communicate the mystery of godliness. This we ask in your son's name. Amen. Amen. So if you've got your Bibles or you're utilizing your phones, um, I hope to help us to understand uh, what is the mystery of godliness. And in 1 Timothy 3 and 16, reading from the New King James Version, it says there, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh Justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up to glory. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Here we have in the uh, third chapter of the book of First Timothy, this is an epistle that Paul uh, wrote to his son in the ministry, Timothy. And uh, in this uh, third chapter, Paul uh, had uh, been discussing the significance of the church in verses 14 and 15. And then when we get to verse 16, uh, and the reading of verse 16 uh, is a little difficult in, when it begins, it says, and without controversy. And what, what, what Paul is saying here is without question, without question, great is the mystery of godliness. And uh, the word godliness is one of Paul's favorite words that he uses in this letter. In fact, he uses the word godliness in this letter nine different times. To have godliness is to have a God-centered conscience. 
a God consciousness uh, that affects everything that you do. You know, there are people who will say, yeah, I belong to this church or uh, I'm a part of that. Uh, but sometimes they can uh, testify with their mouth, but their actions don't uh, uh, line up with what they say that their testimony is. And so as Paul uses the word, uh, the mystery of godliness, godliness, he's talking about uh, believers having a God consciousness, a God-centeredness that permeates or affects everything that you do. Whether you're awake or asleep, whether you're thinking or dreaming, uh, talking or eating, uh, whatever you do, having godliness means being centered around God. And, uh, you know, I thank God for being saved. And, 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 and you know, uh, being saved, having salvation... Uh, it's real. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I've had times since I've been saved where I've had some bad dreams, uh, some crazy dreams. But, but for the most part, uh, even in my dreams, I'm saved. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. Even in my dreams, sometimes when the enemy will come in and, 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 uh, I'll be, you know, uh, uh, the, the word of God will rise up even in my dreams, even in my subconsciousness. Uh, 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 there is a reverence for God. And uh, don't just have to be in church. Some folk act churchy while they're in church. And then uh, when they get out in the streets, uh, they, you know, like the old saying, when in Rome, do as like the Romans. But... Uh, when you've got a, 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 a when, when, when you've got the character of godliness, it affects every area of your life. Now, uh, Paul not only does he talk about godliness, but he, he he brings up a subject. He's saying the mystery of godliness, and when Paul talks about. Uh, a mystery. He's not talking about a puzzle that has to be solved. Uh, he's not talking about something that is so difficult and hard to figure out. That's not the type of mystery he's talking about. But uh, when Paul mentions a mystery, he's talking about something that was hidden for a time, but that has now been revealed. So in verse 16, we learn about the mystery of godliness. And what we find out that the mystery of godliness has everything to do with Christ. And it was Paul's desire uh, that uh, the uh, Christians would act the right, you know, would, 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 would behave themselves. In fact, Earlier, he talks about how we ought to behave ourselves in the house of God in uh, 3 and 15. But, but his call for good behavior, uh, it, it, or rather his call for how we ought to act, how we ought to conduct ourselves uh, in the house of God is not simply a call for good behavior. 
It's a call to act in accordance to the truth of who Christ is and what he has accomplished through his life, his death, his resurrection, and his ascension. Those who have been saved by this gospel will live godly lives. You know, uh, uh, you know, we need to face it, amen, uh, either you're saved or you're not. And people are beginning to blur the lines and we're living in an age when it seems like uh, everything uh, is acceptable and, 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 and everything uh, is permissible, amen. But, uh, amen, somebody forgot to tell God about it because he said, I'm the same. Yesterday, today, and forever, I change not. So we're talking about the mystery of godliness. And Paul points it out in the 16th verse of uh, Timothy when he says that he was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up into glory. Christ is the manifestation of godliness. Amen. When you talk about godliness, uh, you're talking about Jesus. And so uh, what I'd like to do is, amen, in that 16th verse, uh, there are six aspects that are talked about uh, when it comes to the mystery of godliness. And so that's what we want to do, amen, on today. We want to talk about those six aspects to the mystery of godliness. And the first aspect we want to look, uh, look at is that uh, the Son of God was manifested in the flesh. The Son of God was manifested in the flesh. Amen. God became a man. He was born uh, uh, in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Uh, and, and, and we hear the story, and sometimes because of hearing the story over and over again, for some of us it loses its significance, but don't fool yourself. Amen. Uh, 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 the Son of God was manifested in the flesh. He became what uh, we know as the God-man. And scriptures that back that up, uh, in the book of John 1, John 1, verses 1 through 3, uh, it says there, and in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. And without him nothing was made. That was made. Uh, mystery of godliness. Amen. The son of God was manifested in the flesh. And, and, and uh, you know, Emmanuel uh, is another name for Christ, which means God with us. Hallelujah. In the beginning. In the, when, when it talks about in the beginning was the word, it's not talking about uh, when the earth was created. Amen. Uh, uh, the beginning happened before uh, uh, 
the earth was created. Amen. Uh, uh, the word was with God. The word was God. And he was in the beginning with God. And all things were made through him. And without him nothing was made that was made. Man, we're talking about the mystery of godliness. And when we talk about the mystery of godliness, amen, uh, God, the Son of God, was manifested in the flesh. Uh, that same book of John, first chapter, 14th verse, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word became flesh. Amen. God did not just appear to be human, but, amen, Jesus, uh, 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 you know, it talks about tabernacle. He became flesh and dwelt among us. The thing about Jesus is you can't, you can't come to Jesus and say, Lord, you don't understand. You, you, you can't tell him that he don't understand. Uh, and uh, because he uh, dwelt among us, uh, had to deal with some of the same stuff that we had to deal with. The Bible said he was tempted on all points, uh, like we are, yet without sin. Amen. He was manifested in the flesh. God cared enough to come and see about us. Hallelujah. And uh, Paul said, that's a mystery. Amen. That's something that was hidden, uh, but it's been revealed now. And, and, and because of, and, 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 and as I go through and talk about the mystery of godliness, uh, uh, what we want to understand is, is, is that because he came, amen, as the songwriter said, uh, I can face tomorrow now, uh, uh, I can face the future because he lives. Hallelujah. So, so, so the first uh, 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 truth that we have about the mystery of godliness is that the Son of God came in the flesh. The second truth that we have about the mystery of godliness is that he was verified in the spirit. Amen. He was verified in the spirit. Amen. He was first manifested in the flesh, then he was verified in the spirit. And when it talks about verified in the spirit, or another word uh, that the translation uses, vindicated in the spirit, uh, what it says is that uh, it points to the work of the spirit uh, affirming that Jesus is who he said he was. The Spirit testified that he is who he said he was. Right. Amen. He was, he, he was backed up by the Spirit of God. Oh, yeah. uh, verse that amen, helps to bring that out is Matthew 3 uh, and 16. And in Matthew 3, 16 and 17, it says there, And when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. 
And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Amen. This is one of the uh, one of the, 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 the few times in scripture when you see the Trinity being manifested uh, 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 where you have uh, the Son of God being baptized coming out of the water, the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove coming down and, 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 and landing on him, and the voice of God speaking from heaven. Uh, just as a, a, a side uh, light, uh, very seldom do you see all three persons of the Trinity manifested at the same time. Amen. Usually, uh, the way God works, amen, usually is one uh, uh, is in primary operation uh, uh, one at a time. But uh, at the baptism of Jesus, uh, you have all three. And, and when we talk about the Trinity, the Trinity uh, is another mystery. Uh, uh, it's something that is hard to apprehend, but uh, it's revealed in Scripture. We're not talking about three gods. We're talking about one God, amen, manifested in three persons. And uh, so uh, uh, at this occasion, amen, uh, when he uh, came up out of the water, he was vindicated by the Spirit. And, and, and attested to, amen, by God the Father, amen, that uh, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. We're talking about the mystery of godliness. Yes. Uh, there's another verse of scripture uh, that I would ask you to turn your attention to, and that's Romans 1 and 4. In Romans 1 and 4 it says, and declare to be the Son of God. With power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Not only was Jesus uh, 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 vindicated by the spirit at his baptism and uh, by the miracles that he did as he walked. But he was also the greatest vindication uh, that Jesus had by the spirit. Amen. Was when they crucified him and put him in a borrowed tomb. Amen. And death could not hold him down. Yeah. Hallelujah. And, and, and death couldn't keep him. Yeah. Amen. And it says, and he was declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. All right. All right. Hallelujah. And do you know what the interesting thing that the Bible says, amen, and I, I don't have the scripture to show you here. But the interesting thing, it says, the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead will quicken or make alive your mortal bodies. You all listening to me? Amen. When I talk, when, I, when I'm, I'm talking about the mystery of godliness, the mystery of godliness affects us. And, 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 and if, we would, if we would begin to apprehend and try to understand or comprehend the fact of what God has already done, yes. amen, the same spirit you, 
that raised Christ Jesus from the dead will make alive your body. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is more than just for, amen, shouting and dancing. Amen. It's more than just speaking in tongues. Amen. It's that same power that raised Christ from the dead. And, 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 and you know what? Amen. It can, it, can, it can bring alive some dead things in our life. Yes. Hallelujah. What a wonder. What a wonder. What a wonder. We're talking about the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. So, so the first uh, 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 thing that we learned was that the son was manifested in the flesh. Amen. He was vindicated by the spirit. Amen. And the third thing that we find when it comes to the mystery of godliness is that Christ was praised among the heavenly hosts. He was praised among the heavenly hosts. Amen. In Luke 2, 13 and 14, it says, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. And saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace. Goodwill toward men. Amen. So not only was he vindicated by the Holy Spirit. Amen. But the angels. uh, The heavenly host. Serenaded him at his birth. Hallelujah. One songwriter said up above my head. Up above my head. I hear music. Heavenly music in the air. Up above my head, up above my head, there must be a God somewhere. Hallelujah. We're talking about the mystery of godliness. And, and, and I don't know about you, I don't, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but, but, but there have been times in my life, amen, where uh, I was going through, amen, and dealing with some things, and God sent Amen. Angels to serenade. And, and, and I woke up out of my sleep and I heard music in the air. Anybody ever experienced that? Amen. Sometimes you're just thinking that that's just a memory of a song you heard over the radio or, or, or something like that. But a lot of times we don't recognize. Amen. You see, we are heirs to the promise. And, 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 and just like the angels, amen, uh, 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 wouldn't be silent when Christ was born. Amen. Woke up the shepherds. Saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that when my heart is left without a song. Amen. He sends another one along. Amen. So don't count it lightly. Amen. When you wake up in the middle of the night and, and, and or wake up, amen, in the morning and there's a song. There's a song going, amen, and, and, and God has sent his angels uh, to uh, uh, serenade and wake you. I'm so glad I understand that it's not the alarm clock that wakes me up. Hallelujah. I say I'm so glad that I understand it's not the alarm clock that wakes me up. And I'm so glad that I understand that it's God who watches over me while I sleep. Thank you, Jesus. 
talking about the mystery of godliness. Amen. As uh, recorded in uh, 1 Timothy where he talks about it there. Amen. That he was manifested in the flesh. He was verified by the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, he was, amen, seen of angels. Hallelujah. Praised by the heavenly hosts. Thank you, Jesus. And then when we get to the fourth one, amen, uh, Christ was proclaimed across the earth. Amen. In other words, uh, his name was preached to all nations. Oh, is anybody listening to me? Amen. He was uh, made known, uh, amen, as the Savior of the world. Proclaimed across the earth. Amen. Preached among the nations. Amen. Beginning with the early disciples and continuing on until today. Christ has been proclaimed among the people groups of the world. And amen. I'm so glad. Amen. That no matter how bad the world gets. Jesus saves. Amen. There's yet power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And there's no other name given among men whereby we can be saved other than the name of Jesus. Talking about the mystery of godliness. Hallelujah. It's something about that name. Amen. There's power in that name. Hallelujah. And, 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 and you know what? I, I've come to find out that, amen, in, in certain nationalities, uh, that name Jesus is uh, popular. And uh, there are people who are named uh, Jesus, amen, which is a Hispanic uh, pronunciation of Jesus, amen. And there are a lot of folk that have the name Jesus, Amen. But they don't carry the power, amen, that's in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God is able to differentiate between a Jesus and a Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and that name has been preached starting with the disciples, amen, up until this present time. And it still saves. Still, amen. There's power in that name. Amen. That name gets attention. Amen. Uh, 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 at that name. So, so we're talking about the mystery of godliness. And the fourth point that Paul, amen, brings out about the mystery of godliness. Is that Christ was proclaimed across the earth. Hallelujah. The fifth point that he talks about, he says, uh, we see that Christ is the Savior of all the world. He's the Savior of all the world. Amen. Uh, uh, he was believed on in the world. And, 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 and right now we have people all over the world. Amen. I'm talking about people in Asia, in Africa, in Europe, in America. Amen. People believing on that name and experiencing salvation Amen. From the penalty of their sins. Amen. So 
it's encouraging to us today, amen, uh, 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 and, and, and it'll encourage you uh, to face another day. To know that there's yet power in the name of Jesus. Amen. A difficult, amen, a difficult Monday, amen, can turn into a really good day. Amen. When you understand and recognize that there's power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Talking about the mystery of godliness. Amen. And then the uh, sixth point. The sixth point that Paul talks about there uh, in First uh, Timothy. Uh, there, the sixth point is that uh, Jesus displays the majesty of God by reigning as the king over all the universe. Amen. Jesus displays the majesty of God. Hallelujah. He said there in uh, the scripture that we read, uh, he talked about the fact that he was caught up in the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. That he was caught up in the glory. Talking about there, 1 Timothy 3.16. He said, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For God, and, and, and I didn't make the point earlier, but notice, amen, they understood that Jesus, that when you've seen Jesus, you've seen God. Amen. Notice there, amen, without question, great is the mystery of godliness. For God was manifested in the flesh, justified or verified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed in the world. And received up in the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Great is the mystery of godliness. Amen. Great is the mystery of godliness. He's the king over the universe. And you know the interesting thing. We're talking about the Advent season. Which is the four weeks before Christmas Day. And uh, the interesting thing. Is that uh, not only. Uh, should we be uh, uh, anticipatory or expecting uh, 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 the, the coming of Christ as a baby? Amen. Uh, the assurance that it came as a baby, amen, ought to uh, 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 buttress or uh, uh, back up the fact that he's coming back again. Yes. He was taken up on a cloud, uh-huh. amen, and, and the disciples and those that were with him saw him go away in the cloud. And two angels say, the same Jesus that you saw taken up in a cloud, he's coming back in like manner. He's coming back again. Hallelujah. And when he comes back, he's coming back to reign. Amen. He's coming back to reign and to rule forever and ever. Amen. So uh, Jesus displays the majesty of God. By reigning as king over all of the universe. Talking about the mystery of godliness. About to close. But, but I, I, I want to close out with this verse from Colossians. Colossians 1 and 27. And in Colossians 1 and 27. Let's, let's, let's bring this together then. It says that to them. 
God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. See that word mystery again? We've been talking about the mystery of godliness. And I talked about how that godliness was, was one of Paul's favorite words that he used in uh, Timothy there about nine times. And it's talking about having a God-centered life. Yes. Having a God-centered life. And, 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 and over in Colossians here, he said, To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of his glory. Of this mystery. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And again, a mystery is not something hard to understand. It's not something that, but, but, but what, what Paul means by mystery is something that was hidden that is now revealed. Yes. And what is this, amen, the riches of his glory yes. and the mystery among the Gentiles. And he tells you right there, which is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, I've been talking about uh, uh, the mystery of godliness, and I've been talking about, amen, Jesus. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's easy for us to look at and, and, and agree, oh, yeah, he's something else. Oh, yeah, man, look at, look, look, look at what God did, amen, through Jesus. Look at what God did with Jesus. But Paul said the mystery that's revealed, the riches of his glory, is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. And that, 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 that ought to make a difference. That ought to make a difference in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And when I say it ought to make a difference, it ought to make a difference how we walk. Amen. It ought to make a difference how we talk. Amen. It ought to make a difference how we handle our business. Amen. When you become aware of the mystery that is in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Jesus conquered sin, death, and the grave. Now he reigns from heaven as the ascended Lord because he lives in you. Amen. You have nothing to fear. Yeah. Amen. As the, song, the songwriter said, Amen. Life is worth the living. Yeah. Just because he lives. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and no, make it personal. He don't, he, not only he lives, but he lives in me. Yeah. He, if, if you are Christ, he lives in you. Yeah. Yeah. Great is he that is with us than he that's against us. He lives in us. Amen. That's our hope of glory. And I said it earlier and I'll repeat it again. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead will quicken our mortal bodies. We'll talk about a mystery. Hallelujah. Talk about a wonderful mystery. So, the God-centered life is the Christ-centered life. Amen. And, and uh, it concerns our identity, who we are yes. as the household of God. 
And we need to recognize what those truths mean. Amen. To us as individuals and to us as a church. Amen. These truths about Christ and the gospel should radically change the way we live and the way our churches function. Amen. There is nothing like the church in all the world. Amen. Nobody that is more significant in all history. Amen. And nor will there ever be. Amen. So let us play close. Let us play close attention yeah. to God's instruction about the way we should live and relate to one another as the body of Christ. Yeah. The mystery of godliness. Amen. Amen. Christ in you. Yeah. The hope of glory. I'm going to ask that you would stand.